Hello, uh, this is Jim. I'm here with my good friends Rob and Rachel. Say hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, and this is What a Waste of Time. Uh, we are going to talk today about the recent Wonder Woman film. So I'm just going to set a timer. Uh, and when the alarm goes, we'll have to wrap it up. Let's do this. So, the time is going. So, Wonder Woman. Um, That's a lot of pressure in just watching it tick down now. Sorry. sorry no, go on. You were doing a very lovely intro. Go on, Jim. No, um, so, yeah, Wonder Woman. Um, no one's talking about it. No, so. I mean... Yeah, no, what a, is this film? Yeah, it's this obscure no film. Um, it's an indie the film. The thing is, you joke about that, but actually it wasn't promoted. It, yeah. it, it was, that was a little... A little strange, like you, you pointed that out to me at the time, and I did sort of observe, like, there isn't actually that much promotion. I just assumed it was going to be because it would be bad. Well, I think that Warner Brothers were a little bit scared of it and and were raking back the marketing budget oh so slightly and were just going, well, here's a billboard now and again and maybe two TV spots. And the only time I saw massive billboards and um, really pumping it up was once those first reviews had come through and they're like, oh, it's not crap, now do the marketing. But, I mean, the films being crap didn't really hurt them, like, doing tons of marketing for Suicide Squad. Maybe eventually they learned. Well, maybe it's just that they didn't think that people would go to see Well, yes, because, you know, you can't market a woman being in power. It's physically impossible. No, you can't, because boys won't buy female action heroes and girls only want Barbies. Well, no, see, I do, I do hope that uh, Hollywood is actually... Being sarcastic there. <laughs> that, that's definitely sarcasm. I, I, mean, I hope that uh, Hollywood is a little bit more... Um, has come on a little bit. I, 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 but it does seem weird that, he, like, that there is this definite attitude in marketing and whatnot. Like, it's strange that we still have, like t-shirts for Avengers that feature all the characters except for Black Widow. It is weird. And even like with films like Frozen, you find that even the marketing of that was, uh, before the film was released, was was overplaying the role of the male characters when that is a film about women. It's definitely about women. Although that was originally going to be a totally different story. Yeah, but it wasn't, so... But it wasn't. But I mean, like, you know, at least when they started the branding and marketing, um, the main Elsa was going to be the villain. Yeah, but, um, I mean, there's the, tra- the the big trailer I remember seeing, which I don't know if that would have come after any sort of changes, but uh, Anna, who's the protagonist, was the last of four characters introduced, and her sort of, like, she was billed after the snowman, and, like, the, the way she was introduced as she is no man. So that was her. Her trait was that she was oh. a woman. That's literally the same twist in the end of Return of the King. Like I am no man. I stab you, Witch King. It's amazing. It still works. No, actually, um, to go back to what you were saying about uh, pictures of Avengers sans uh, Black Widow, um, there's still um, a lack of uh, Black Widow action figures. You see, it there's still. still a lack of Black Widow film. Well, completely, but I was thinking, um, when the billboard for Wonder Woman, maybe they were having difficulties to what pose to put her in, because all the Black Widow poses on posters are always, like, ass first. Remember that? Like, all of those? Yeah. So, you can't really do that with Wonder Woman, so they're like, I ah, God, there's I've one pose that lot, women wear. I've seen a lot of articles where people are saying, isn't it great to see Wonder Woman not being sexualized? And, I mean, she was sexualized. That was sexy. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but she, she was still sexy. She was definitely still sexy. Can you be sexy and not sexualized? Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand why sexualized is necessarily bad. That's well. There's there's this whole sort of reaction to sexual ob- objectification 
Um, which is a much more complex thing than just regarding uh, someone sexually. Um, as, and it's and not, I don't think, and most sort of trends about sexism in cinema uh, and media in general is, is never sort of bad in isolation. The problem is more often the trends. Like, the, the, not every film has to have a female protagonist. Not every superhero film does. Um, but if none of them do, that makes you question, well, why is that? Um, I see that. I just, I would argue that saying... I would argue that going down this road of she can't be sexual to because she's a hero is not unlike saying we are going to fix the problem with female representation by writing women that are exclusively strong, as though women can either be strong or be weak. They can't just be, you know, people who have strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Also, she was, I agree, she was sexy in that film, that specific scene where she kind of, where her and Steve Trevor go to bed. And she chooses, she, she chooses uh, it. Absolutely, and I enjoy the look on his face, of like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> Some sort of terrifying Amazonian woman, this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but and totally sexualized ownership of losing her virginity. Because which is it, awesome. I mean, it, it, well, at least losing her straight virginity. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do, I do want to... One thing I do want to touch on is... Um, while the, I think the film was, was pretty good, I don't think it was amazing. And there seems to be this... this Because of the sort of strange pressure that was put on it, the, this sort of idea that if Wonder Woman doesn't succeed, that will mean the industry won't want to then put out... Uh, female-led films. There's an amazing meme about that going around. I don't know if you've seen it. It's some comedian. It's like, not Sarah Pascoe, but someone along that lines has come out with a thing saying... um, It was someone off The Daily Show has come out with a thing saying, we don't feel like we've got a quality now that there's a strong female superhero. We'd feel like we'd have a quality if there could be a rubbish female superhero and they'd still make another female superhero yeah, movie. exactly. So there was, there was, there's this strange pressure that was on it before it was released. And now after it's been released, it's being held up as perhaps something better than it, than it is. Yeah, as though it's the first time there's ever been a strong woman in cinema. Yeah, which is which, you know, obviously bollocks. Obviously, Buffy. Yeah. Well, I mean, so there's this other meme going around that of um, where people say, uh, apparently someone had said, "Oh, this is the first time I've seen a woman be strong on screen," and people respond with pictures of Ellen Ripley or Buffy, or yeah, or, or um, you know, River Tam or Kimberly the Pink Power Ranger. Hello. Um, but but less it, so. <laughs> but it is it is it is still significant that this is the first um, film in. The current paradigm of mm-hmm. superhero films to um, have a female protagonist that was well received. So yes, yeah. That I mean, that is significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and directed by a woman, which and is significant. By yes, mm-hmm. um, but you think that you know after the Hunger Games, we would have learned this lesson by now. That that's the, kind of the, fine. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I completely forgot about the Hunger Games. Um, yeah, I mean, they didn't, they didn't strike a chord with me in particular, but I know that it's got a fan base and that uh, the I character... I mean, they built a career. Yeah, well, they did certainly build a career and the, the character of What's-Her-Face, Katniss, yeah. is, is yeah, revered. Katnip, but not... Katnip. So, I've, apparently there's reshoots now of Justice League, not just because of Joss Whedon taking the reins, but mm. also, apparently, um, there's rumours that they are making it more... There are more Wonder Woman scenes being slotted in 
in response. I mean, she was the most popular thing in Batman vs Superman. Could, yeah, she was. And um, she's, remember, she's the most popular thing in the entire DC cinematic universe. Well, sure. Not difficult. No, it's a low, yeah. it's a low bar. But I don't, I, I don't think you're wrong to say it's a good film, but it's not as incredibly mind-blowingly good a film as everybody's acting. Like no, it's no. just it was, it was, purely it was, out of shock that it's not terrible. It was superhero the movie. Every one of the beats that we're used to. Is I mean, it was Captain America. Yes, and well, yeah, it was an origin film through and through. But it was just a very good origin film. You know, it didn't break the mold, but it mm-hmm. did very well. And um, I think it we all had our try and be. Something. No, it but we had our, our bar set pretty low, so I think um, anything other than a train wreck would all have been like, "My God, amazing DC's back!" Yeah, yeah. Sort of, sort of. It's interesting to imagine how well that film would have been received if it was a Marvel film. Mm. Oh, that's an interesting point. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think um, I don't know. A bit. <sighs> and there are glaring flaws. There are glaring flaws. Mm. Yes, I mean the, the main villain for one is. Fairly paper thin and also quite funny in uh, in a way that he doesn't want to be. Mm. And also, sort of, it leaves you it leaves you going. All right, so where was she in World War Two? Oh, I hope they do a sequel in World War Two. They can't because they can't literally have her going into concentration camps and bringing people out. And if they're not doing that, why not? Uh, why can't they have her do that? Well, I just feel like she definitely, definitely didn't. I mean, it does it does affect the history of the entire universe, and um, well, the the cinematic universe rather than you know the universe. Um, but because if if she made this sort of dramatic uh, change in World War Two, that you know, World War Two is an important part of our history. It shaped our modern world. So, if and so it, the modern world would be different. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's this whole theory about uh, Quentin Tarantino's films that um, that they all take place in the same universe, and that's sort of supported by this idea that because of Inglorious Bastards, uh, mm. violence and vigilantism is perceived differently in that world, mm-hmm. and that that is kind of believable. Yeah, and just just the same way, um, the world we have now is acceptable despite Captain America having existed in World War II because Captain America has, in the story, a legitimate reason why he never actually did punch Hitler in the face. Yeah. He, he was a propaganda tool until he did, like, two missions and then, you know... And then he was frozen. Hashtag spoilers. Um, he was well, frozen. Then the question is, what was Wonder Woman doing for a hundred years? Exactly. One, what so. was she doing? Uh, was she in hiding? I don't know. So, Where was why? she in Vietnam? Well, maybe, maybe that's what the sequel could explore. Why would she hide herself? Um, maybe she goes back to Themyscira or something. You know, there's nothing stopping her. So uh, No, because we know she possibly can't get back. Why? Because of the line when she's leaving and her mother says, you know, you might never be able to get back. Might be able to find it, I suppose, yeah. Well, if Steve Trevor can find it. If you can accidentally fly into it, then yeah, sure. Using, you know, the early stages of... Um, aircraft technology. Mm. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, also, do we think she will ever get her invisible jet? I hope so. I mean, it's you know part of her icon, but I don't. I don't know a way that. Yeah, but it's could, not from her original being... storylines. Was it not? No. So here's where my weird fun facts come in. Got the book. Where the is it? Biography of William Morris Marsden or Marsden Morris. I can't remember which way it is. Awesome, just weird, like, bonkers guy who, before he was doing anything comic-related, invented the first ever lie detector test. Mm. Truth lasso. Here's the book. No longer get his name wrong. Uh... 
quickly. Oh, she's, she's reading. She's trying to read, but she's dyslexic and it's going horribly wrong. Doesn't say his name. Uh, no, it just says Morrison. Just call him Willie. I won't do that. Um, he's one of the first people to ever write, like, and he got in a lot of trouble for writing a pamphlet saying that um, the female orgasm was real. I mean, I'm not surprised because it's it's an absolute falsehood. So <laughs> I'm glad that that myth's been eradicated. Um, uh, yeah, so one of the first things he did was invent a lie detector test, and then he eventually got, you know, shunned for trying to do that. And then he started writing um, pro-female suffrage and pro-female you know, female sexual exploitation pamphlets, and pretty much got shunned from any job ever, but did have three wives. So... Interesting fellow. Interesting fellow. It was a bit of a yeah. kinky side as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so he was... Yeah. It, so the whole thing about um, Wonder Woman is she can't... Um, she's she's in, essentially invincible unless you chain her up. Yes, yeah, I've And heard he that. was super into bondage. Yeah. And her best friend is named after one of his women. I suppose I said wives. He technically only married one of them. He just lived with three of them and they all raised his kids. Well, you know, if yeah. they're all... If they're all Hashtag into feminism. It. Oh, just listen to the motorcycle roll past. Lovely. Um, Hashtag Clemson. Uh, yeah, interesting old fella. Um, eh, well, back to the Invisible Jacks. I'm not going to let it go. Uh, <laughs> someone raised a good point to me the other day, which is obviously the Themyscarians, or Amazonians, I suppose you'd call them, do have cloaking technology. So you could get a combination of maybe a bit of Bruce Wayne's like, Diana, you need yourself a jet. I'm fed up of logging you around the world. Here's a jet. And then uh, maybe... Her mum's like, yeah, have some, have your invisibility cloak. Also, what if her sister shows up at some point? Sister? She has a sister. Did you have a sister? Yeah. Did she? Yes! In that film? That no, she <laughs> has a sister in the comics. Oh, do I oh, don't know about this? Is yeah. she a wonder gal or? Uh, gosh, it's, it's something like, um, the sister was created to like, essentially be and essentially to re- replace her they were they were twins both carved out of and then wonder woman goes off and has all of her adventures and so they become slightly different and there's a whole story arc where wonder woman gets absorbed by a big clay dude clay face yeah you sure yeah are you are you roman going to the realms of absolute bullshit right no, now no no i swear to god i swear it. <laughs> I, I, I swear i look okay Wonder nick gave me this comic woman. maybe six weeks ago and i read it sister hang on Wait, she's also on. in the justice league oh my god yeah i'll give you that nubia nubia uh essentially looks like like yeah essentially it looks like a black wonder woman so there we go very well there you go. Wait, 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 wait. Told you so moment. <laughs> I'm not going to say enough. it, I just thought everybody should know no, that that's that was fair. a told you so moment. Uh, oh, cool, yeah, then bring her in. Sure, I mean, yeah? Um, yeah, so Justice League. I'm tentatively excited for Justice League. The I'm, trailers are better. I'm kind of I'm kind of indifferent. The only, the only film I cared about in that entire universe was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! Yeah, and she's doing pretty well. She's yeah. doing very well. I'm really still sad about Suicide Squad, if I'm honest. I only got around to watching it relatively recently, and I'm sad because you can see the film it could have been in it. That was it's a problem all, like, entirely, it, just, it's, it really, It really so clearly... So much of it had the potential to be a great movie, and they just... 
cocked it. I believe there were three cuts at the end. There was the cut that the original production house did, there was the director's cut, and then the, the cut trailer that the trailer house. people did. Yeah. Uh, and they went with that one. So Yeah. Yeah, there's clearly so much footage on the on the floor that Yeah, so much footage. And just actually really, really characters that are so clearly developed. Will Smith smashes out of the park in that. Um and you don't get to see that much of it because he's got four scenes and it's all the same scene. If they weren't rushing and they hadn't allowed themselves to be goaded by Marvel into creating a cinematic universe quickly, if they'd done their solo hero films, you know, so Batman had Dead Trials of Villain, Flash had Captain Boomerang, and etc. Mm-hmm. And then instead of doing, like, you know, a Justice League to start off, they could go, hey guys, we're going to reverse that trend. Instead of doing the Avengers after all of our solo films, our villains are getting together and they're doing a suicide squad. That'd be quite interesting. I think they've already invested. painted themselves into a corner with Man of Steel. I think they kind of got themselves off on a wrong foot from day one, though, because Superman is not... Super- Superman is not an emo! Well, no, no. And he doesn't kill people. He does now. But now he's being killed. Spoilers. Yeah, so they can bring him back and start him fresh. Yes. But it just, it like, they started, they started wrong. Well, what I think the issue with uh, the way the DC Universe has been handled is they're sort of, they're trying to make um, superhero films in, in sort of the same, at least it's certainly in the same aesthetic and, and style of uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. yes. Which, but that was very much of its time. But also, like, the Dark Knight trilogy was, what made it great was that it was taking superheroes and pushing it in kind of film noir dark world. Mm. So it was breaking from superhero films. Yeah. Whereas now that's what we expect of a DC superhero well, film. Well, yeah, exactly. If, if, do something else. And, and we're also we're at, and we're at this stage in superhero films where, well, if you compare it to like, if uh, the, the last time the you know, cinema was dominated by a single genre, like westerns, mm-hmm. you knew they were sort of dead once they were being parodied because the, yeah. the, the rules had been so well established. And now we're at this stage where films like... Deadpool are doing really well. Like, Lego Batman is doing... Have done and really we are well. parodying, parodying um, superfilms. And Logan as well, which isn't, isn't a parody, but it's sort of a deliberate sort of... Um, not necessarily subversion, but trying to shuck off the, the tropes of, of the very film franchise that it's part of. I would say in some of. ways Wonder Woman is that, and that's why it works. Because Wonder Woman is not a superhero film as much as it is a war film. I, 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 I can agree with that a little bit. I'm sure, but it's superheroes... It's superheroes existing in a genre of film rather than being a genre of film so, themselves. So, same thing about Captain America. Yes, and I think that's why that worked. Yeah. And I think you can say you say that about Logan, and I think if you did a Black Widow film, you'd make it a spy film, and that would be awesome too. That would be awesome. Well, I, I watched that. That's what's good about where we're at the moment with superhero genre, is that we can now get over the fact that they're superhero films, and you, as you say, make a genre film. Which has super, happens to have superheroes in it. So Hopefully. yes, you can get your, your spy noirs and your maybe your westerns, which Logan was, you know, kind of a western, I suppose. And um, yeah, whereas whereas DC, they tried to make this whole. They were late to the game already um, because nobody nobody really thought that Avengers was going to work, and then it did and made tons of money. And DC were like, oh no, um, and then so they were already playing catch up, and they did it by um, making a series of films that were evoking. Uh, an already very successful series of films. And the, the very peculiar thing about that is, is that the, the films that they were trying to evoke, the Dark Knight trilogy, 
features the same character. So, mm-hmm. they, so they were trying to do Batman in a different way, but still keeping mm-hmm. it in the same way. way. Yeah. And so they started by doing Superman the way they'd done Batman, which yeah. is not what Superman is. Well, yeah, the problem they tried to do, they tried to kick off their next slew of DC films with Man of Steel by having the um, by aping uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, and the Dark Knight trilogy was created to be the antidote to the, the Joel Schumacher Batman mm-hmm. films, right? So you've then got a, a horrible cyclical circle where they're trying to wipe the slate clean by doing the exact opposite and then also try and copy um, what was successful and then they've managed to come round and do the same thing again, back to back, mm-hmm. and it's just not working. And they're, they're trying to do a whole DC universe which has the tone of the Dark Knight, which, again, we've seen, doesn't work. So the, no. what's good about the Marvel Universe is there are literally different shades and colours and characters and, and angles to come at it. Whereas if all of the DC characters are all grimy and gritty and fairly sad, it's just a bit dull. Although I would argue Suicide Squad had... I mean, I, I obviously I haven't seen what's on the cutting room floor. Suicide Squad sure. actually doing all of that might have been a great film. I think the reason Batman vs Superman didn't work is because you cannot have dark versus dark. It's stupid. You are correct, but no so, one, no so one told the, Warner Bros. that. <laughs> but, like, so, like, I see they got themselves into the trouble by... I just I just think they never should have done Batman versus Superman. They just should have done a Batman Or, oh, what you're saying is, well, if they were going to do Batman versus Superman, they should have done dark versus light, so just bring back... Batman. Bring back the Adam West Batman, essentially, in that film. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Adam you know West. What? Yes, like, I would watch the hell out of an Adam West Batman wonderful. against Superman. That would be great. I'd watch that fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know what? I'd still have Gal Gadot show up as... Um, Wonder Woman in that at the end and fix everything. Although to be fair, I mean that a lot of films would be improved by uh, Wonder Woman showing up halfway through. I agree. I, I agree mean film. Schindler's List. That's all the films. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jaws. That'd be great. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Strong yeah. end. It was essentially was really. Yeah, it was. <laughs> different, uh, different war. We do know our history. Different war. Not saying that's war is war. Um, Die Hard 5. Die Hard 4. Die Hard 1. <laughs> Die Hard 1. That would really change the film. What do we think about the third act of Wonder Woman? Are we slightly concerned that we can't seem to finish a superhero film without lasers and flashing and, and explosions? A little bit. Well, I quite, I quite enjoyed the third, the third act of, of Wonder Woman, even though, I mean, I take your point. Um, I think I just I just really enjoyed Evil David Thewlis. It was just that was so that. funny. I don't know. So spoilers again for Norman, but you've probably seen it. Um, I, oh I yeah, don't listen to this if you've not seen it. No. It's a bit late now, Rachel. Ah. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> I, I find the most hysterical scene in that is when Ares gets banished from Mount Olympus, and it is just him with the same mustache again. Oh yeah. Like, to, to be fair, what like, is going on? I sort of took the same issues. Like at least he would have different facial hair. Different facial hair, or just do you make it like a smoky cloud. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a different actor even like, would have been yes, fine. We like, would have got the point. Make him look godly, not just the dude that played what's his face, Lupin, Lupin in Harry Potter. Oh, poor David Thewlis. Apparently, uh, this is the inside scoop from our good friend Richard Perry, who uh, maybe I shouldn't have said his name. I don't uh, think he should who, have actually. Okay, well then I won't give the inside scoop. <laughs> the film's out now. Yeah. This feels like a thing that's about... Well, uh, wait, all, all he said was that David Thewlis was a nice guy. Oh, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. What did he actually say? No, that is what he actually <laughs> said. <laughs> listening. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I think you can say that. I don't think that's inside scoop. No, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I have uh, a, a friend, different friend, who was uh, an extra on Wonder Woman. 
And he said, apparently, uh, there was issues with people not knowing their lines. Things overran quite a lot. Well, I wonder if uh, if, if it's anything like any other of uh, the DC Universe's films lately. There might have been very late rewrites. I imagine well, they like, were. Like they're writing EastEnders. And it's like, there's no sides in! Blah, blah, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that happening. Hmm. I thought it was really, really interesting to see fight scenes through female gaze. Yeah, but that being said, there was still very much the whole like slowing down, ramping of speed. That's very Schneider. I wonder how much input he had on the edit. Well, yeah, I mean uh, that's uh, that's probably one one of my main criticisms is that it is that for the whole DC universe has this sort of Snyder aesthetic to it, which I don't think is actually very nice. Um, yeah, but if you change it now, it feels different universe. Flashpoint. I think they have to get the. I think they just push through to the Flash film, and then he does the whole Flashpoint thing, and they wipe it, and it's just lovely. So you think they're going to use Flashpoint to just... They, the way they save it is to use Flashpoint to reset the whole universe. Whole thing. I mean, I feel like that puts a lot of pressure on the Flash to be good. Oh, no, no. And the whole, the whole Flash like film that's happened will just before. be... Ezra Miller will just jog out in the suit and be like, <laughs> check it out on the Flash, guys. Hi, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I just want to admit that uh, we've been pretty shit. Um, granted, the best one I did with Wonder Woman, the rest of it, absolute dog shit. So I'm just going to go back in time. I'm just going to... Give me five minutes, I'm just going to reset the whole thing. And then we'll just, cool. And then, poof, it's all done, all finished, great. Um, and then the whole, the rest of the 90 minute thing is just, this is what it is now. This is nice. Wow. Like, look, it's Adam West Batman. Yeah, that's what I'd do. Well, actually, <laughs> that's... actually, on Flash, I think he's going to save Steve Trevor from that explosion. I, I think he terrible. should stop watching that show. No, not The Flash. No, I have stopped watching that show. Okay. But I think that's what's going to happen. I reckon that's what's going to happen. That's a terrible idea. You don't just get Chris Pine for one film. You, you get him in for more. No, I you can't bring him back. That's going to happen. He comes back in the comics all the time. Street Trevor comes back in the comics more yes, than any other character. Yes, but that's because in the comics people don't age. Uh, true, but I think, he's, I think they'll do it. How, how do we have Chris Pine, Chris Pine, Chris, Chris Pine now if he's not old? Because Flash will... Fast will tr- speed back, travel through time and grab him just before the explosion and bring him back to the present time. That's what's going to happen. That sounds terrible. But if, I'm not if saying he's good. I'm saying that's what's going to happen. But if he's been, in a way, fridged for Wonder Woman's motivation, bringing him back, it, it sort of doesn't ruins she that. then just run off and have kids with him well, until she remembers that actually he's still going to age and die, and actually she's still night. Not, there you go. And then it's just Buffy on. again. Look, I'm just saying, I think it's a good idea, but I absolutely <laughs> think... Then why are you saying because, it? Because I'm thinking like an executive. We've got Chris Pine here that's in a, in a universe. We've killed him off. Well, that was a stupid idea. Why oh, not right. just get him, bring him back and rake him some of that sweet, sweet Chris Pine money? They didn't do that with Peggy Carter. Gee, but, she, but they don't have a time traveller yet, do they? I'm sure I'm sure to Christ, if when Doctor Strange figures out to go back in time, he'll be whipping right back there I'm and grabbing I'm sure they won't. They, they're no, not that... That would just be so bad. I think it's going to happen. No, no, they won't because they're... I'll put a £5 bet on it. Okay, I will take that bet. Well, the Steve Trevor never comes back. Flashbacks don't count. But I agree. He's going to come back because the Flash is going to time travel and bring him back to the present day. I will take that bet. At some point in the future. Fine. Fine. Wait, wait, in this cinematic universe? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Played by Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yes, 100%. It's going to happen. If it does, if it does, I abandon all hope. I don't see why. I think it's good. Because a woman would still have her uh, motivation. She's had a hundred years of pining after the pine. And then uh, she gets a bit of cheeky reward, you know. Oh, okay, it's great. That's just stupid. Why we all stupid? know what happens with Wonder Woman. Why is it stupid? Well, because, because... She's going to get with Superman. 
Well, I was going to say Invisible Man, and then Superman's going to think he's getting with her, but then he's going to find Invisible Man? Yeah, in case... Do you, you don't know this joke? <laughs> I know this joke, but... Well, that's the joke. It doesn't work in the DC Cinematic Universe. Make your jokes canon. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Can't I hold on my theory to being stupid and make non-canon related jokes? No, okay. No, Bringing no, no. back Chris Pine would be a terrible narrative Give me decision. reasons. Well, I mean, for Give starting... me five reasons. You can't, can you? Okay, no, I can. Go on. One, how does he fit into her world in the Justice League? Two, how are they going to have a relationship together given that even if the, he does get rushed forward, he's still going to age, she's still not going to age, he's still going to eventually die, she has kids with him, they eventually die. I feel like that's two reasons in itself. Keep going. No, that's, that's one, though, because we just count that as one. Okay. Um, it undermines the whole of her movie and her motivations to do anything. Four. It gives her no room to become someone new through a new romantic lead. The whole problem with Friends was they kept having to go back to Ross and Rachel. You want no new character. And five. Okay, I'm reaching here, but I got to five. You ain't got shit, because I can smash it down already. Jim, help me, because you agree that it's stupid. I agree that it sort of... It does... It would do the same thing that in, in Aliens, at the beginning of that film... Um, they kill the character of Newt because she was sort of inconvenient. But, but that sort of renders, uh, sorry, that's Alien Three, not Aliens. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that re- it renders Aliens sort of pointless because that whole film is about her struggling to save Newt. Uh, and so then, when you go back and watch this film, um, you know, it's like oh, Newt. Uh, what's the point of all this struggle? Because Newt's going to die off screen anyway. Would you allow me to, so, to uh, submit my rebuttal, please? <laughs> I'll go backwards. So, Jim, first of all, I agree on that point, but I'm not saying we bring Steve Trevor back in Justice League. I said at some point in a future movie. I think bring him back. Wonder Woman two or three, maybe Justice the, League. The, Let me remember because it doesn't stop it. Because what it is, it still shows Wonder Woman's loss, and she still had to live a hundred years with that loss. Now I'm defending the thing that I think stupid, but I'm going to defend it. <laughs> so, so, so it still has to have the dramatic character thing. On your points, Rachel. First point: How Steve Trevor going to fit into Justice League? Oh Christ, he, he's not. As a man out of time. That's a bit of drama for you. Second point, um, how's Wonder Woman... How was it? How's he going to do... Was it? Was <laughs> Wonder Woman... How's he... How are they going to... Like, what's the point of him coming back? They're not going to be able to get... Like, have a family. They're not going to be able to have the... There we go. That's the point. Yes. Because, yeah, because she doesn't age. And he does and her kids age. Oh, what's that? That's a bit of drama as well. Lovely uh, stuff. But, Let me read about Jim. No, I, think just, I think we make point. a very no, no, good point no, 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 no. there. Because well, I think the, the point she's really making is that that story is always going to end the same way. There's nowhere new to take it. He always ends up dying and her outliving him. So he's that's already died. What a great story. Died in his, what a great story. that story. That was the story what we just had. Story. Remember the Wonder Woman film where he dies and she's out, she outlives yeah, but, him? Yeah, but she that's outlives that him because of old age. Different story. Different story in time. Not a different story. Different Same different story. story. Because the story you think about still, it, all they, they can't did... can't be together because she lives forever and he doesn't. Well, because their romance was very whirlwind. It wasn't really a full thing. All we saw was them having some innuendo on a boat and then they had one night together. But that's then if we different... give them the whole story, we undermine it. Unless we're trying no, to remake Wonder Woman so. The Notebook. What's the point? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. And also, <laughs> I'm going to say on your fourth point, you want a, car- a woman, female character to evolve through a new partner, you telling me that female characters can only be defined by their male partners? Well, no, but I am saying, you, right? no, but I am saying that the romantic relationships we have, whether male or female, are part of how we evolve as people. Yes, maybe she has already got a new partner, and then all of a sudden Flash brings him back for some reason. And like, oh, what's oh that? my god, I've just realised, do you think we're talking about the OC? 
<laughs> I just think that it's going to happen. I'm saying I'm for the bet on it because Chris well, I mean, Bryan is a bit drawn. If it back. happens, I think it's a terrible decision. I, I think it undermines. The, but you're just arguing why they should do yes, it. Yes, because you've got to have a nice round, rounded, two-sided discussion about these things. Well, I just think it would be a Jim, jump in before we have a divorce. I, <laughs> I mean, what I will add to this, whatever this is. Um, I do think that in the film, like the, the, future of the, DCU. The, the relationship between Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor, um, I don't think it was all that. Um, I think w- really just the guy she lost her virginity well, well, to. Let's I, be honest. I think really what it represented is less was less him or less her being in love with him because they really didn't know each other that long all that well. I think more she just represented her curiosity towards humans and her discovering the idea of love. Yeah. So, or romantic love. Yeah. And, or and the human so, capability for love. So, so I sort of feel like, like, if Steve Trevor had been a different person who had, uh, who had, you know, crash landed, um, on same that story. island, like, yeah, it would have been, would have been the same I story. So, um, so there's a story so, then, isn't it? You bring him back, right? And they do have their relationship because they'd barely know each other. Turns out, don't get on. He's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, given the time he's from, exactly, he might right. well be. And there yeah. you go, what's that? A comedy film as well as having drama and tension and, and heartache. Oh, what's that? A billion dollars in the box office. Um, the Rob <laughs> on this podcast is not a Rob who runs a production company or works in film. I'm it's just, a different guy. This guy does not speak for us. This definitely, definitely is going to happen. Put, putting that aside, I do think this does... <laughs> we, do, we do sort of awkwardly segue into another interesting point, which is... What do you think is the future for the Wonder Woman film? Steve Trevor! I said putting that aside. I genuinely, I don't know. I think, th- I think they've, they made this choice to put her in World War One, which was great because it gave them the opportunity to talk about actually the fundamental disputes and imbalance and equal responsibilities in humanity. But kind of seemed to me like it came out of a place of let's not make this Captain America. And yes. it just, as I, I think where I started was, it really raises the question of, so where the hell was she? Um, well, she's been hiding for some reason. Well, where, some where reason. the hell was she? So I just, I essentially, I don't know how you either just, like, do you just go from the now and go from the end of Batman v Superman and power on from there? Or do you go back and try and just... Uh-huh. My, my feeling is that the next Wonder Woman film will be the present day because it'll be a it'll be after Justice League, so what you know you kind of want to build on what's whatever that achieves, mm-hmm. um, but also because you know we've seen her in the present day in Batman vs Superman. Yeah, uh, and the Wonder Woman film is really about like was was seeing was it was an origin story. It was seeing how she became that, yeah. and now we know how she became that. And while I do think there are interesting sort of ideas to be had about seeing her in different historical situations, my feeling is just well now they're going to build on, on who what she they, already yeah. is. Because also, why would you touch that mess with a barge full? Mm. Yeah, they so might. What they if might... right? Okay, now at the end of uh, the Wonder he's not Woman coming film. back. No, we're leaving her aside <laughs> because this is fact. So there's no point talking about. It. <laughs> um, she she realizes. Well, Steve has his own line about how maybe we're all to blame. So, like, you know, maybe yeah, it's not. That. There's no black and white. There's a bit of a gray area. Humans maybe are just dicks. So potentially, potentially, she hasn't surfaced until BVS because she's taken a vow of staying out of it because mankind can't be saved. Here's the thing, bleak. right? Here's the thing. I sit here in this house 
with my juke lock. Yeah. And I, I don't love the idea that World War Two was we're all to blame. Well, you, what, let, let, let me finish then. Let me finish. So either that, and we just kind of... Or <laughs> um, she is involved in, you go World War Two, you go Vietnam War, and somehow she has like secretive, under-the-radar kind of missions to, to, to Yeah, I mean, so she, we, she can get out of the Vietnam War because she's not in the States. Yeah, or maybe she fought, fought for the Viet Cong. Yeah, I mean, equally... It's difficult you to know, sell in America. Very, very difficult film. Yeah. Zero dollars at the box office. <laughs> um, I, I feel like at least if... if I, th- I think it would be a poor... Or a... You'd have to have a bloody good storyline to risk doing another Wonder Woman in a period setting. Yeah. You'd have to have a really, are you, are you really good idea. Are you worried about comic book movies touching the Holocaust? Because X-Men started in the Holocaust. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm worried about the fact that... I'm worried about the fact that given that she could storm into... and Unless they're literally going to have her storm in and fix everything, why didn't she storm in well, and fix everything? Well, what if the Nazis had their own supervillain or something? Maybe they teamed up with the gods. Maybe Ares isn't dead. Maybe Hitler is Ares, because he's got a stupid moustache anyway. So it would be... <laughs> True. Yeah, okay. yeah, but that does sort of. Like, but that's that not what sort of, Ares said he does. Yeah, it does sort of undo the point that of, of, of the first film, where where Wonder Woman learns that oh, there's not a single villain to kill to solve this problem, and then you get to World War Two. It's oh, there's a single villain to kill to solve this problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, mean, I do. Although I do, there, like, there is the argument a, that Goebbels or whatever, you know, like, etc. Explaining why she wasn't able to completely solve World War Two right away because there was a, a she yes. had another villain to face on on the opposite side. I mean, that that does sort of answer that question. Whether or not that produces an interesting story is another matter. Oh, yeah, because you've got essentially Captain America. You know, I think I've. Isn't that. There's there's, there's, there's a. um, I I plowed through your not funny joke. (laughs) It was a point that you plowed through, saying that Captain America, obviously, they made the whole why didn't he just jump into the. Uh, concentration yeah. camps because of Hydra and, and the Red Skull and they had no, their own super soldier he didn't jump because he was a propaganda figure yeah, and but he then at the end yeah but you're forgetting the little montage bit in the middle if you recall where him and the Howling Commandos do wreck shit up there's like there's a whole little like a five minute montage bit where they destroy at least ten Nazi slash Hydra yes, bases but then he gets frozen and that's why he's not there for the whole rest of the war yes well are we going to freeze Wonder Woman no, what I'm saying is that was what was stopping Captain America from just pounding. No, from I'm saying g- they g- had g- an they had an explanation for Captain America and it worked. I'm hard pressed to see where they're going to find one that's as effective for Wonder Woman. So so I think they're better off sort of just making it modern. Maybe there's a risk of yeah. scare. Maybe there's maybe something happens. <laughs> this is this is not a problem we have to solve. I know, but it's um, interesting. But it, it's it's it, it's it, you do have to approach it from a different way because. Like the way Marvel handles its heroes is that they are um, they are humans, sort of discovering that they are they are have godlike powers. Yeah. Whereas DC seems to be taking this angle of how gods relate to humanity, which is yeah, and, that's a really good point. Which and that's I mean that's kind of where the World War One setting works quite well with Wonder Woman because that's a complicated situation that's hard to explain to a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas World War Two is a simpler situation. Yeah, it's not a simple situation. It's definitely a simple. It's it's definitely a more easily discernibly right and wrong situation. Yeah, I think the reason I keep coming back to World War Two is she was invented in World War Two, like she was invented as World War Two propaganda. Mm. So it kind of. It, it sort of grates on me that that's... Unless they find a magic way to do it, with the Flash and Chris, Pro, Chris Pines and whatever... It's going to happen. <laughs> um, 
it sort of irks me that she doesn't ever get, we don't ever get to see her cinematically in the world she was created for. You know, she she was invented in 1941. Hmm. Well, it she might was... help that Patty Jenkins one hasn't wasn't originally signed up to do more than one film. But that was because they didn't really they didn't do a full contract for her. But it's looking like that she will be. But she has said that the second film she wants to take Wonder Woman to America. So whether the time setting is is in flux, but apparently she's going to America. I mean, if she's going to America in 1941, she's going to America right for the brink of the suffrage conversation, which go. is what she was invented for. That could be interesting. Which yeah. is very interesting. Of course, and there's, even if they don't do that, there is always the the possibility of, of a film in the future, like, going back and exploring another part of it. Yeah, her. or, you know, theoretically, they revamp the DC Universe. It wouldn't be the first time that's happened. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but, yes, apparently there's um, been set picks and uh, casting suggestions because Wonder Woman's mother and the... Um, Amazonian that trained her. I completely forget the names of the characters. Oh, oh, Robin Wright. Is that, is that? That's the actress. Oh, brilliant. Well, her she's amazing. She's the princess from Princess, uh, the Princess Bride, oh. and she's the wife in House of Cards. But her and her, they have been cast in Justice League, and they they are gonna um, uh, start quite heavily. And of course, her trainer woman got killed. If you her recall. aunt. There aren't many, I think. Uh, got killed. So they believe, from that and set picks, that there's going to be a big um, scene with the Thumskerans, or Amazonians. That's like flashbacky. Uh, yeah, and um, the Atlanteans fighting Darkseid's uh, minions, the Parademons, way back, way back when, because they've got the mother boxes. I uh, think, um, well, we know that Cyborg has one of the mother boxes. There's been a pop funker figure of uh, um, uh, Aquaman come out recently of him holding the mother box. We I think that, that the Atlanteans have probably got uh, one. And the, the, the theory is probably that the Amazonians probably have a mother box as well. So there's three of them there, one of which is Cyborg, we think. So the whole universe is going to come together based on a series of hazily understood boxes. Uh, like the uh, Tesseract from Marvel, yes. Okay. Except not quite as well established because no. they've been Marvel. See, that's a that's a big difference between Marvel and DC. Marvel's Marvel got like ten years on. Them. Well, Marvel's better at playing the long game. Way better. Way mm. better. Well, they've not been playing catch up. DC has been playing catch up. Yeah. They didn't have to play catch up. They could have. They could have stuck to their nerve and. Well, I mean, they could have been well ahead, but then their whole universe plan kind of got kicked in the whatever you want to call it when the Joker died. Um, Dark Knight, he's Ledger. Oh, they I had see, a whole oh, plan. They had a whole plan, and things kind of started to unravel from there. Uh, well, actually, there was um, there was a whole plan to do a Batman versus Superman thing that would have no, sorry, Justice League. What's it called? Justice League something, and it was before the Dark Knight, before Batman Begins, sorry, and it was before Superman Returns. And uh, these, there was uh, Batman played by the guy who was in the Lone Ranger. Army Ham- Arnie Hammer. I honestly thought you were going to say. Um... Johnny Depp. Yeah. No, Arnie I was Hammer. Say, please no. No, and <laughs> Superman was going to be played by I can't remember now. The people would be screaming at it, but there was going to be a whole thing, and that that got lost in product de- product development. It just didn't happen. Didn't really work out because of various other things, and so that then got split into uh, Batman Begins and Superman Returns. Um, so they did try to do start the whole Justice League thing like over ten years ago, before Marvel even tried it. I think it's um, more than you know, like it's like. It's. I think it's longer than it feels because we're older than we think we are. No, I agree. But I mean, if you look at um, I Am Legend, there's that old Batman vs Superman poster in the background because yeah. that, the studios were planning that film. Um, 
And in fairness, I Am Legend was parodying the concept well before Deadpool, and that went down quite well, didn't it? I uh, uh, no, you know what? You know what happened? I just confused Will Smith movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're thinking of uh, Hitchcock. I am thinking of yeah, Hitchcock. Yeah, no, very different movie. Totally Wait, different wasn't film. it called Hancock? Hancock, <laughs> see? Who Hitchcock, was, no, Hitchcock Hitch, wrote the bird. I'm thinking of Hitch. Hitch, Hitch is okay. another Will Smith film. <laughs> this is now the podcast of Let's Name Will Smith movies. Happily, let's do it. Men in Black 1, 2, 3, that's it. Uh, Wiki Wiki World, Wiki Wiki World. Suicide Wild Squad. West. Damn it. Uh, I, yeah. I do not approve of this. <laughs> so, DC are kind of now in this awkward position um, of having made three films that people didn't like yep. mm-hmm. and one film that they did yep. uh, and wanting to create this empire that Marvel has made. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of... But Justice League is next. This, like the, way, the reason Marvel was even able to do that was because Iron Man was so successful. Mm-hmm. They built on the success of Iron Man. Um, and they did a couple of those before they did anything else, didn't they? Well, I mean... Uh, not live-action movies. Marvel. I mean, wasn't wasn't the first Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton... That was after Iron Man, wasn't it? No, the first... You talk about the Angly Hulk. No, no, the, the Ed Norton. Norton. That, yeah, the Ed Norton was after Iron Man. But that oh, didn't okay. do terribly well, did it? No, it sort of... No. It's sort of and then they recast him. Well, it's sort of dubious as to whether or not it's part of that same... Well, movie. it is because old Thunderbolt Ross came up for Civil War. And also, uh, in the Avengers, uh, Brad Banner says, last time I was in the Bronx, I wrecked the place. Bruce Banner. Oh, just, oh, just yeah, Bruce Banner. <laughs> last, time, last time I was in the Bronx, I wrecked the place. Brad Banner's so. yeah, sort of true. smaller Incredible brother. salt. Yeah, it's tiny. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, it, it is kind of... Um, but yeah, it's... Essentially, Marvel took the risk, took their time, and it paid off. And now, unfortunately... DC have just again they're playing catch up. They don't they don't have to though. I, but they I, also they don't trust their director directors. They keep wading in and cutting up vision. Well, I think well, yeah, the who I just I think he's a good visionary and I think he'd be a, he's a very good director of photography. I don't think he sees him a director personally. Um, I no, like, I mean if you I mean he's does. done a whole bunch of comic book films before, but I don't really I mean. Lots of people like 300, but I don't think it rates that well. But 300 was great because it was beautiful, not because of the story. Well, that's true. It's also the most macho and the most homoerotic film possible, so it's quite impressive, really. Yeah, it's, it's always fun to see straight men try and argue that it isn't. That's yeah. it, it is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> of course, well, Watchmen, he just did it frame by frame, essentially. He had yeah. his storyboard already there. But then also the, the, the trouble with, with his direction of Watchmen is that he made it too stylish and, and pleasant to, but that's to look at. that's what he does. He does beautiful shots. Exactly. And, but Watchmen is meant to be sort of grungy and, and unpleasant. It's meant yeah. to be ugly. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot more wrong with that with that film. But then Watchmen is a very that's difficult... That's a different podcast. Yeah, that's a very difficult one to put a film. Um, and to be fair... Zach but Zach, Zach Snyder's not responsible for Suicide Squad, is he? Is he? Oh God, Google! I, don't I, think I, he I is. want I want to say that he was an executive producer. Yeah, but I don't think I don't, th- I don't I don't think it was his I don't no. think it was his baby. No, no. Um, but then also, but then you're right. Here, the studios like the you know. The, I just think they, they second re- guess in a big yeah. way, and they come in and they change things up, and they bring in new directors midway through the process, and things just get. I just think yeah. Well, they, they would they would be better off. Deciding the thing that they were doing and, and sticking doing with it. it. Yes. yes. Suicide Squad, of course, directed by David Ayer. 
There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, did like Fury and End of Watch and all that. End of Watch was a great film, actually. So. Well, that's the thing. I think I think Suicide Squad could have been. I think it was all there. I just think it was... I do think it was the cut. Oh, talking about films that might work but probably won't do, and also on the Wonder Woman woman thing, what do we all think about uh, Gotham Sirens being uh, on the list of the new DC films coming up? I mean, fine. Whatever. <laughs> do that. Have you heard of that? Yeah, no, I've heard of it. I just think... I mean, there's no reason they wouldn't do significantly better picking something that's less renowned outside of the nerdosphere. Well, I just, it I just, might be safer. It might be a better bet. But it just seems like... It, it, look, it smacks to me of a studio that's panicking to go... <laughs> to then go after three, let's admit, failures, really. Maybe not commercially, but critically, at least. Um... So then go, well, you know what, Gotham Sirens, that's right, we're going to put all the all the women together now, that'll, that'll work now, and ah, it's Catwoman. Well, and, you ah. know, it, I just, I feel like, I feel like there's no reason, given, I mean, given that going for already successful characters hasn't particularly worked for them, they might as well try something else. Well, what happened to the last film was headed by Catwoman. Halle Berry, anyone? Terrible idea. Yeah, but that different, different universe, different universe, long yeah. time ago. And but, but Halle, that, that, people that, remember that, Catwoman. But that, yeah, that but wasn't bad because it was Catwoman or because it was Halle Berry. It was just a bad, bad film. film. No, I mean, I agree with that, but I'm, I'm, I'm but don't shoot the, the messenger. I'm just telling you, Catwoman was a crap film. Yeah, but it's not even the most recent iteration of Catwoman. But you can make a, you can make. I don't know. Well. Uh, presumably, it is possible to make a, to make an interesting uh, portrayal of Catwoman. Although, actually, looking at the various portrayals I have seen, I'm not sure she's that great a character, really. Well, no, and they want to do. I think no, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, <laughs> and I think they want to do. It's essentially it's a Harley film. I think that Harley's going to come in and lead. Yeah, but are they going to be able to do that now that Jared Leto's never going to forgive them for cutting half of his scenes? Well, that's the question. I don't know if he'll come back. And how do you do a Marvel, uh, well, DC Cinematic Universe without? If your Joker's already quit. How do you yeah. do DC Cinematic Universe where your Batman is happy to shoot people and he lets the Joker live? What's that well, all about? Well, there's a whole discussion about, about that because, uh, yes, that is the way the, the character's often portrayed, but apparently it, it, it isn't that rigid. Apparently he has killed people in the past. Yeah, but doesn't... I mean... Or at least the, the ones I've read that have really stuck with me... When he's been responsible for someone's death, the whole comic has then been about him tearing himself up about that person's death. Yes, they're very poignant deaths. Yeah. I mean, granted, in the movies, like the Tim Burton ones in particular, they are fairly sad happy with him burning yeah. people alive with the thrusts of his battledore. <laughs> but it's, it is an interesting take of that, uh, on the character, and maybe, and maybe the, the character does suffer by not having that take. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I want to see... I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see if it'll ever happen, and... Um, Ben Affleck's Bat- Bruce Wayne or Batman square up against Jared Leto's Joker. That looks interesting to that me. That interesting. could be very interesting. I just don't see how feasibly he doesn't just shoot him in the face. <laughs> oh, but that's true, yeah, because the Joker isn't... Is, isn't yeah, is, isn't immortal, so no. he'll just be killing him. Yeah. And the Joker was interesting. Like, he was interesting. He just was underdeveloped and underportrayed. The, I mean, in, in Suicide Squad, this yeah. whole sort of... This whole idea of an insane gangster in sort of a dark city type yeah. character that was a nice place to take the Joker back to from being kind of crazy you know the crazy robber that we've all come to yeah, but my, my sort of issue with that is that um, if this is going to be the sort of definitive version of at least for current times of the DC universe on screen I, I, I mean it feels 
I mean, Heath Ledger's Joker definitely was a take on that character. It was it was another because. It was sort of resembled the, the character from the comics, but it was definitely different. In the mm-hmm. same way that, that those films are sort of like taking this idea and sort of putting them on their yeah. heads in a way. Um, I, but really, because uh, there's, there's not another. We've already discussed that you know DC are trying to do the same thing but different, which isn't going to work. Um, I sort of feel like really the whole DC universe would have fared better if it tried, you know, being a bit more faithful to the original. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I normally poo-poo that idea because people hold up the orig- original material as if it's sort of sacred and it's and not. And as though it's all one thing and yeah. it's not. Um, but yeah, now, now is really the opportunity to take Batman, well, to do a, a sort of modern t- modern version of how Batman is supposed to be. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to Which throw... is a good guy. Yeah, but also, and, but also the, the way the, the style of it and... Uh, Mark you Hamill mean, is the you Joker. Mean the yeah. Shark spray, shark repellent spray. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. But, yes, but, but anyway, they don't have a Joker because Leto said he won't do it again. Well, then they'll just have to cast a new one. Then fine, they could just go the whole rumor that he was in fact Jason Todd the whole time. And go, yeah, that wasn't a real Joker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they could use Edward Norton. There you go. I feel he's, he's been out of a superhero <laughs> for a while. Has but, but like, if, uh, if you compare it to to Batman, to bring my point home, the Lego the Lego Batman movie, even though that was a parody, that was kind of the most accurate. Version. That was the most Batman yep. Batman film I've yeah. seen in such a long time, it and, that, and that's, maybe that's part of the reason why it did so well because it it was uh, sort of fell a bit familiar. Yes, because Batman Batman is it is a silly premise. Yeah, and of course it is. It, it, Superman is definitely a silly premise. Yeah, which is why Dark Superman is exactly these films like these films should be more fun. Uh, yes, is a man dressed as a bat. It is fun. If anything, I would say um, Doctor Strange and the latest Guardians have gone a bit too far in the direction of we're going to be funny now. Yes, the Doctor Strange humour was really... It didn't fit the film. But we're going off track. Well, Sorry. with Batman, I would really so like Woman. to... Yeah. <laughs> Batman, I'd really like to see him actually fill the title of World's Greatest Detective. I've not seen him do any detecting in a film for years. So you'd like I mean, to see a detective... Yes, I'd let him solve some fucking crimes. Especially since Murder the thing he's Batman. supposed to be contributing to the Justice League, since he doesn't have any superpowers... Is his detective is, Well, yes, is his intelligence. I, I mean... We've already discussed the fact that these films tend to be most interesting when it's superheroes in a genre of film. I would watch the heck out of a Batman in a murder mystery film. No, absolutely. If it's just one murder mystery, I'd watch the hell out of that. That'd be great. I mean, it yeah. would have to be... Have to be... Oh, oh, no. no they, they found Batman. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Batman. Uh, I think like, rather than a murder mystery, we'd have to... Uh, you can do totally... It's like crime ba- drama. Yeah, but you could do a Batman mystery, but it would have to be sort of a little bit larger than life mystery. Yes. Compared, sure. compared to, say, uh, Agatha Christie. No, sure, but it, it wouldn't need to be significantly larger than life than, say, Sherlock Holmes. True, yeah. Mm. But then you throw in Clayface, what? The bad guy can be anything, and he's a clay monster. Great. But, I mean, I mean, as goofy as Clayface is, you can do interesting I'd things. I'd like to yeah. see Scarecrow. I'd really oh. like to see Scarecrow. He was good in Begins. I think he's just he's just kind of always an interesting character to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Riddler would be. I've not seen the Riddler. I would love to see the Riddler. I, I think you can do. What a I really want is yeah. a new comedy following Batman. Clues and like, yeah, yeah. Batman is the world's greatest detective, and all of a sudden there's the stuff going on. And it's the guy who seems to be outsmarting him. Oh, so yeah. I've now see you've awakened something mm. in me. E-Bigman. I really want to see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to see that. that. And you know, I would like to see Ben Affleck as that. I think Ben Affleck could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman, he doesn't know the Riddler is. He's being mocked by this villain who seemingly. 
one-upped him and mm-hmm. nah, and great. then it's about solving the problem not shooting people in the face yeah was, yeah 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 so uh, stop doing that please <laughs> <laughs> so what well, I mean if, if, the, if the three the trinity of DC of Superman Batman and Wonder Woman are supposed to bring their own things to I suppose that'll be the tent poles of the DC universe you have Batman's supposed to be the intelligent I suppose Superman's supposed to be the, the heart and the soul is he like the kind I of guess he's but I feel like right now Wonder Woman's the that's heart. what I mean which he probably yeah. would be I think so you, essentially what you've got power? is you've got you've got murdering man dressed as a bat a dead dude who is a mass murderer and a nice lady yeah but emo, emo dead dude is emo, emo dead dude emo dead dude emo dead mass murderer nice lady with flimsy girlfriend flimsy girlfriend and sword so okay so essentially after an hour of discussing Wonder Woman, what we've come to is saying that just make the whole DCEU just about Wonder Woman. Cause if no, 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 Wonder Woman and crime-solving Batman. Until the Flash brings We're back Steve Trump. We're not bringing back... Yes! Well, I think, I think really the best thing they can do... <laughs> I mean, they can maybe turn it around at this stage, but really, because they've like the foundation that Zack Snyder has built is isn't is a shaky foundation. Yeah. Not just because the films were bad, but because they were because of this sort of poor choice of of trying to repeat what's already been done. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the kind of best thing they could they could do is start again, but start well, with speaking- Wonder Woman and make make. Uh, a, another good Wonder Woman film that's even better than this one, mm. and then build on the foundation of that. And the same I way the Marvel has. I think they can do yes. that without making the second Wonder Woman film. I mean, it's it's a it's a shark jump, but I think it's doable because they just killed Superman. I think they can bring back Superman as a whole new guy. Yeah, that's fine. And it's like it's a push. But if they can make it work, I'm willing to accept the ridiculousness of that push just to have an effective DCU. Yes. Yes, I agree. I'll I'll take it. I want it to be a good DC cinematic universe. That's what I want. It would be lovely. Yeah. We just don't have it quite yet in 2017. But we bring back a, a whole revamped Superman, and Batman goes back to what he was always doing we just didn't know about because we were only ever watching... The murder um, bits. The... Uh, the... Uh, Batman versus Superman so Batman just goes back to solving crimes which is what he's been doing this whole time and the Riddler shows up oh, oh and that is our time <laughs> I think we've quite um, quite um, well uh, wrapped it up just in time so how do I make this stop come on Jim, make there we stop, go man. I've figured out technology um, so yes the closing thought is that one woman save the DC universe but potentially, it, yes, potentially. But that it it doesn't the, unless they perhaps bring back deserve the plinth it was put on. Yes, but they have to they have to build on this success. Yeah, and maybe they can turn it around. Maybe uh, you've been listening to what a waste of time. Waste of Time featured the voices of me, Jim Woodall, along with Rob Taylor-Hastings and Rachel Newstead of Tiny Ginger Studios. See more of their work at www.tinygingerstudios.com. Music by Anthony Bollinger. Special thanks to Nick Hurd.